Most people think that in order to have a good career, or in order to have a good job, you must have a degree. You must follow all these rules that were presented with going through K through 12 and college, and that that's the carrot that's that's dangling at the end of those at the end of those experiences. And my passion for self-directed education and to create that new paradigm where these school systems that are kind of squelching creativity and, and curiosity and that self-driven mindset, I want those to, to fade and let's create a new paradigm. No degree, no problem. Any problem, we can solve them. LinkedIn insomnia keeps us evolving. We're growing in the knowing. The wisdom is flowing. If you didn't know, now you know where I'm going. Yeah. Today's guest is Joel Bynes. And I want to welcome you to another episode of the No Degree Podcast. I want to personally thank you for tuning in and supporting our show. If you haven't yet, hit that follow subscribe button. I encourage you to share this and don't keep this to yourself. Share these inspiring stories with your friends. Invite them to subscribe and connect with us on social media. So Joel, do you mind giving a brief introduction of yourself? Yeah, totally. Thanks for having me on. So brief introduction would be I'm a very passion-driven person. And my first passion was classical music and I have actually two degrees in classical music and I've I've played that passion out in that career path all the way throughout my life and continue to do that. But that sort of turned into my side passion. And throughout my twenties actually developed a second passion, which was to create new paradigms in education. And I really latched on to this looking at career as a place to make an impact on the world and, and education paradigms where most people think that in order to have a good career or in order to have a good job, you must have a degree. You must follow all these rules that were presented with going through K through 12 and college. And that's dangling at the end of those, at the end of those experiences. And my passion for sort of self-directed education and creating new paradigms where the learner is the center of his or her education and his or her life. And to create that new paradigm where these systems that are really kind of these school systems that are kind of squelching creativity and, and curiosity and that self-driven, that self-driven mindset, I want those to, to fade and let's create a new paradigm. And so that's how I kind of got into this space and work in my current role at Career Hackers and trying to create a new way to launch a career without needing a college degree. And you can actually get those good jobs by engaging your self-directed mindset and building a portfolio and pitching companies and all these types of things. And so that's really what's helping. That's what has become a second passion for me to help people and embody that mindset of, of curiosity and creativity and empowerment in order to to forge that path and ultimately do work, uh, create a career and a life that is exciting and fulfilling and makes you come alive. I love that. I love that. And, you know, we just hopped off a, a great episode. And I love how Career Hackers really pushes the idea that you don't need permission to sort of go for what you want. And there are ways to be really creative where people are not going to care about your background because they see the initiative and the effort that you kind of put in. So let's kind of go in. You can actually get a job without really applying the traditional way and without a resume. Can you share some thoughts about that? Yeah, totally. It all goes down to your mindset and your choice 
to engage your volition, your personal agency, and your curiosity and your ability to learn new skills and make new connections and follow that bliss. You know, it's, it's really starts first and foremost within your own, between your own ears. And everyone has that potential. Everyone has that volition, the ability to choose and to think and to create. That's, that's, that's part of being human. That's like the, the big picture and the, the fundamental and then more, more concrete nuts and bolts. You can, in today's world, you have the World Wide web and you have so many possibilities for finding companies, for building skills, for building a network and for showing your ability to create value. Because all that matters in order to get a job is two things. At No Degree, we share stories of people who are successful without a college degree. But no degree doesn't mean no education or no skills. And that's why I want to tell you about Business XP, the sponsor of today's podcast. Business XP is a new alternative to business school. If you want to gain the skills and confidence to start a career in business or start your own business, you should take a serious look at Business XP. Here's what's really unique about it. Business XP uses the world's most advanced business games and simulations to help you learn about business in the fastest and most effective way possible. Imagine playing realistic games that can help you be successful in business and life. Business XP training is completely online and you can do it at your own pace with live coaching when you need it. In a matter of weeks, you can be better prepared to win your first job or level up your career or be ready to start your own business. You can find out more and check out the special no degree scholarship offer at business-xp.com forward slash no degree. That's business-xp.com forward slash no degree. The link is also in the show notes. The ability to create value and the ability to prove it. Once upon a time, you didn't have World Wide Web and you might rely on a college degree to be able to to prove that you're reputable or you have certain conscientiousness or work ethic. But now you can prove that you have these soft skills as well as hard skills by leveraging the World Wide Web and, for example, building a portfolio and say you want to break into marketing. Well, you could start a marketing podcast. It could just be five episodes and you're going to reach out to five marketing professionals on LinkedIn and ask them to come on your podcast. I'll probably say yes because most people do say yes to podcasts. And you can learn about marketing, build your network, and you're going to build a portfolio because when someone Googles you, they'll see that you have a marketing podcast. They just, you just proved a lot of skills, soft skills, your creativity, your ability to connect with people, your speaking skills. These are all soft skills that companies value. And you're showing specifically about marketing. So you're, you're, you're proving your ability to create value, proving your knowledge. Um, you could also go take a marketing course on a website like Skillshare or Udemy, these types of, of platforms where you can take courses, YouTube even. And then what you can do is what, what we talk about a lot is learning out loud. So as you're taking that one hour course, write a few blog posts about what you're learning. When you have a blog post showing this is what I'm learning about, you know, SEO marketing. And you can showcase that and send it to a company and say, Hey, here's this blog post about what I'm learning about marketing. So that's a window into your ability to build a portfolio. And then for specific opportunities, you can pitch a company directly 
and tell them why you're enthusiastic about it. And we teach people to shoot a video, look into the camera and say, Hey, I love your company because I'm so excited about your mission to, you know, help people have cleaner water. You know, there's a, there's a company called flow water that I'm thinking about that helps people have really clean water. And if you, if you're excited about that mission, then look into the camera and tell them why you're excited and then create a project for them. And you can bust through the application process. You don't need to apply with a resume and all these, all these traditional routes because you can just prove them, prove to them that you have value. This is amazing because this is something that a lot of people are not taught. They don't even realize it's an option. The other thing is the person that you're sending to does not get it that often. They don't even realize it's an option. So they kind of get like, like if I got something like that, I'm going to be like, okay, I like you. I got to at least have a conversation with you, right? Because it's so different. Because I get these messages with these people who don't even look up my company, don't even know the mission. They just tell me like about how they're a great fit. Like, you know, it's funny. People message me like, hey, I have an MBA from here. And I was like, look, you're messaging the no degree guy. Okay, look, you may have education, but don't lead with that. Like, that's just not how I'm going to do it. And it just shows that you've done so little research. It shows how you're not going to be a good fit and all that. So now, what are some other interesting ways? I I remember you mentioning that if you want to work in sales, you go approach the position and you send them like 50 or 100 leads. Like, hey, here's some 100 leads that I think you could get. And that's so amazing because it kind of just shows like, hey, look, I did your job for you. Here's what I would do. Now they realize they don't have to train you on the super basics, that you already have an idea. And the best thing about a salesperson is the ones who are proactive and who figure things out. Yeah. And if you want to run an effective job hunt, you are a salesperson. You are The product yeah. is you. And let's say you want to, to win a job that's going to give you a $50,000 salary. You're asking another party to make a $50,000 investment. So... Would you buy a, a Tesla without testing it out? No, like you want to get a taste of it, right? You want to get a sample of it. Well, can you give a company a free sample of what it's going to be like if they invest in you? And that's how you get your foot in the door. You want to be a salesperson no matter what type of role you're actually going for. But yeah, you can create projects. You can create those free samples in a variety of ways based on based on the role. So I have a, a post on career hackers that's called four projects to create value. And I'm talking about, I think it's, it's a sales role, customer service role, design role, software engineering role. And I give examples of types of projects to create without permission, just do it in advance, research the company, find problems to solve and showcase a project and then send it to them. That's going to be, you're going to jump to the top 1% of job seekers immediately if you send a custom project. So for a mentioned sales, you might send a list of leads, customer support role. You can create a mock script of what you would say if there were a, a customer who was not satisfied with that product and make it, you know, make a script that's custom for that company. It's proving that you understand their product. You could do that written script just on a Google Doc. You could create a video with a mock script. If you are into design, then create a new logo for them. You, there's so many different ways. If you're in marketing, you can 
do an SEO analysis, do some research on sites like SEMrush and try to find some problems that you can solve, try to find ways that you can add value. And here's the thing though, even if the project you send isn't actually perfectly on point with what their needs are, you're still going to be stand out dramatically because you're signaling to them what type of person you are. You're showing your soft skills of initiative, creativity, creating value without permission. You're proving right away that you're not just going to be a cog in a wheel. that's going to be waiting for directions. They're going to be finding, you're showing them that you're the type of employee who's going to be solving problems proactively. And that's exciting. Not to mention you're proving that you did some research. I mean, the bar is pretty low right now still. Most people are still doing the boring blasting of resumes. And if you do anything that's customized to them and create that type of free free sample of a project, it's going to be hard for them to say no to at least having a conversation with you. Yeah. No, definitely. And you know, here's the other thing. Let's say you do that custom project. The person doesn't respond. Mess with someone else in the company. Realize that you can take that project elsewhere. You can showcase it. You can do all that. And... You know, that's the power of social media, right? You kind of share some of the things you've done. Other people take effort and they kind of see it and you sort of build this community. So that's that's amazing. What were some of the most interesting projects that you've kind of seen done? I mean, I've seen, I'm thinking of David Andriotti, who he was a guest on my podcast a little while back. And he's just like a video producer. That's his shtick is like, yeah. he loves creating like more produced videos. And so gotten plenty of job interviews by by sending a fun little video he's got some like spongebob graphics and jokes and yeah. integrated in and it's it makes it fun you know and that's that's not a thing is you can let go of this serious sort of puritanical mindset that we're often grow up thinking we need to just be so serious about things and you can put on that playful mindset of how can i have some fun and thinking about a story of someone who found uh, she found out that the CEO of this company loved Chipotle. Yeah. And so she she somehow figured out like what his favorite burrito was. And then she like showed up, she like delivered his favorite burrito to his house. There's all sorts of ways to be creative. When I was when I was job hunting, I sent I sent uh, a couple of companies a book that I was reading and that I thought that might be relevant to them. And I, I literally mailed it to the company and um it just takes a little bit of imagination and there's so many ways that you can start to stand out. Yeah, no, these these are amazing because it's again, it's going to get you a conversation and the beauty of it is these are things that you can do for the rest of your life. These are ways that you can build genuine relationships and then when you build these relationships, you don't start at like one, you start at like 40, 50, right? Mm-hmm. You start off as if you're like a close friend that already knows them. They don't have to explain themselves to you, right? You kind of get them. And I really encourage it. It's because they're not going to ask, oh, do you have a college degree? Do you have this? They're going to focus on, wow, you did this. And I love the video stuff because I've seen on TikTok how like people have gotten gigs where they found a product, they created a commercial with them and they sent it to them. I'd love to create a video like this for you. And they got gigs, right? And that's how sometimes, especially if you're trying to, you're not established, this is how you establish yourself. This is how you prove yourself much quickly instead of going through the ropes of having traditional experience. Yeah. And I would add that even if you aren't successful with 
a, a given opportunity, you still win. Because the worst case yeah. scenario is you've kind of dug a groove of this process and this mentality and you gain confidence about this mindset of creating without permission, which is, I mentioned earlier, it all goes back to mindset. And so we literally go to school and you have to ask permission to go to the restroom yeah. and you're doing that for over a decade. And so we're growing up with this permission-based mindset. And if you can counteract that and start saying, hey, I made this just for you without anyone assigning it to you to create value without permission, that's an investment in yourself. So even if you did this for the first time, then it, for some reason it didn't work out. Well, you still are going to get res, um, return on that investment because you're, you're building the confidence of the process of researching company, figuring out what their problems might be, finding the decision makers building something valuable, potentially valuable for them. And then you can gain that confidence. And if it didn't work out the first time, then you, you can always take that and, and transfer it to the next project. And you'll, you'll build that momentum in that creative mindset. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, you can always expand that creativity, right? So let's say the company doesn't respond, you don't get an opportunity. If someone contacted me like, hey, I tried this method, it didn't work. Do you mind sharing this video with your audience? And I would more than happy be like, hey, this person is looking for a job. This is their, they don't have a traditional background, but they want to break in. Here's a sample of something they did. I would easily share it, right? Because it's like, it's helpful to my audience. It shows creativity. It's helping someone out. It's going to get me views. It's going to get them traction. So just realize that, find ways to continue being creative. That the more you flex that creativity, the more it's going to go far because these types of things do well in social media. These types of things just do well in so many areas, right? You're going to gain momentum and it's going to work. With our experience, specifically if you send a video. Yeah. If you send a video and address a company in a customized, tailored way, and again, you tell them, you look at the camera and you look at, and you smile and you say, hey, I really love your company for this reason. Like, whoa, they're just the person who's receiving that. You want to find that person's email, by the way, like find the decision maker, the hiring manager, go on LinkedIn, find the, the, the people who work at that company. And then you can use a tool like hunter.io to find email addresses. And then you just email it a video, 30, 60 seconds, two minutes. Tell them why you love them and why you think you could create value for them. We've seen that that gets an 80% response rate. Now, sometimes you, that might require you following up a few times. And again, you're a salesperson, which sales per, salespeople follow up. So sometimes it takes a few follow-ups for them to respond. But when I first started doing this, I was getting responses often just within a couple hours as soon as you, as soon as you send it out. And it's really exciting. Wow, that's amazing. And I love how you, you just have a much higher response rate it takes more effort but 80 percent. look that's a good response rate and then here's the beauty you can send the video to multiple people right you can probably edit the video to say hi joel hi tom and the rest of the video is exactly the same so that just shows how there's always a chance right especially if you don't have a degree you see the i see these job postings 200 applicants 500 applicants i even saw one with uh time magazine, like shooting video, it was like 2,000 applicants. I've never seen that on LinkedIn, at least. I know some jobs do get it. 
Now, if you're one of the people who send a video that's customized, come on. How many people are going to send it out of the 2,000? Probably one. Maybe two. I don't know. Maybe there's another ballsy person. But this is how you set yourself apart. This is what you do. Now, let's talk about career hackers. Like, so the podcast, what are the episodes kind of focused on so that my audience has an understanding? Because I love pushing my audience to other podcasts because I tell them you should have several podcasts you listen to if you're serious about your career. And that'll put you in the top. You know, you mentioned 1%. I think it, the it's even people that do that point is 0.1%. Yeah. Like out of all my messages, I think one person has sent a message. Like they want to kind of work with me. They sent an audiogram of an highlight, like a highlight. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll enter the conversation. I didn't need it at the time, but I'll still enter it in the conversation. Yeah, well, the podcast that I'm running is called The Daily Job Hunt. And it's primarily right now, super short episodes where I'm reading the Daily Job Hunt email newsletter that I write every single day. If listeners are interested in this topic, then sign up for The Daily Job Hunt. You can go to careerhackers.com. And you can just enter email and you get the daily job hunt from yours truly. And it's just a super short email with mindset tips and then articles and resources. And so that the, the podcast version is um, I'm reading those newsletters. And so usually it's like three minute podcast. And then sometimes I'll have guests on like yourself and, and we'll do a little longer, but I'm talking about these topics. So yeah, it's a, uh, it's the quick little bursts of motivation for that and mindset development. Because again, it comes back to this, this transformation process of getting out of this mindset of, I need to follow the rules. I need to do what I'm supposed to do. I need to do what everyone else is doing. Breaking out of that and getting into a place of, what do I want to do? What's going to actually get results? What am I excited about following that and empowering yourself to make it happen? So we have the Daily Job Hunt newsletter with that little short email first thing in your inbox in the morning. And then careerhackers.com is a platform where we, we have a really broad library of, of resources and, and more content, blog posts. And we're showcasing the top resources in career, in the career space for whether that's listing top boot camps or top career coaches podcasts, videos, top communities. We're building out, and we just launched this in the spring, so it's just getting started. And we're building out this platform where we can we can help people find all the, the abundance of resources and support to help you with an empowered career. And also just this blog post where you... We have blog posts in the categories of mindset, of learning out loud, of building a portfolio, interviewing, building a network... It's just what kind of one-stop shop for empowered careers. And you could, I mean, there's just thousands of posts on there already. So that's career hackers. You know, what I find is that I come across so many job seekers and it's clear that they don't know how to search on Google, that they've never even done like the basics. So it's like even doing the basics, it's going to come across in your interviews. It's going to come across in your interactions with people. You're going to develop better connections because when I come across someone who's taken initiative, who's done these things, I want to talk to them. I want to help them because it's easy to help them versus someone who comes and sends a message saying, hi, I need a job. And it's like, I don't know what type of job you need. I don't know what country you're located. It's like now I have to do work. You have to make mm -hmm. it easy for someone to help you. You have to make it easy for them to make the decision. 
because they got to take time out of your day. And it's like a lot of times, a lot of people like you and I, we have a lot of these resources already created. So if someone comes in and they're like, hey, I've listened to X number of episodes of your podcast, X, Y, Z. The question they have, I'm actually excited to answer yeah. versus someone else. I'm not excited. I'm like, whoa, I have to really teach you like the basics of social communications and all that. Now, what's sort of in the future for career hackers? Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. We're, we're really just focused on, on the short term and, and building out building out the, the website and building out the daily job hunt and connecting, connecting with um, resources like you know, developing relationships with, with companies that have online courses and trying to help direct our audience to, to that and helping them build out their brand, for example. And actually, what we have coming up is at the end of May, May 30th to June 4th, is going to be Start a Website Week. Oh. And we're inviting everyone to start a website. And it's literally that simple. The challenge is to literally start the website. And because I've become very aware of the fact that creativity oftentimes doesn't happen because people don't get started. Just get started. Yeah. And, and you don't need to make a perfect website. You don't need to have super flashy. But if you start making a website, you'll kind of get a little more motivation because oftentimes you'll get that, the, the excitement once you start. And everyone really, really can benefit from having a website because yeah. people, companies, they're going to Google you. They're going to look you up if they're at all interested in you. And the question becomes, what are they going to find when they look you up? Is it going to be nothing? Yeah. Is it going to be something not good? Is it going to be something powerful and, and helpful? So you have that reputation that you can manage because there's not, you can't escape it, right? Yeah. If you have nothing on the search results for your name, that's sending a message. Yeah, It's like wearing clothing. No matter what clothes you wear, you're sending a message. Even if you wear no clothes, you're sending a message. You can't escape oh. it. So yeah. So so starting a website is one of the best things you can do for your career to have first name, last name dot com and put up some blog posts, is what I suggest. And we we encourage people to do like a 30-day blogging challenge. Blog every day for 30 days, and I guarantee that you will your life will change. That's how you start learning to create on a daily basis and make that a habit. And you start building a portfolio, you start developing your writing skills. And that's sending a message. Talk about being your own credential. If you did a, a blogging challenge for 30 days, someone looks you up and they see that you did that. They just learned that you cons- are consistent. Like that's one of the most uh, valued soft skills among other soft skills that you're going to be showing by doing a blogging challenge. So yeah, start a website week. That's coming up. So if you, if you, if you sign up for our email, you'll uh, you'll kind of see that coming out and you can get involved and you can you can you can sign up to to tell the world that you're committing to doing that and that's what we're excited about is helping people engaging with our audience to start spreading this mindset and then you know long term like what i envision is is scaling this mindset to as many people as possible in the world and building a pitch economy, basically building an economy where people are not just, oh, look at my resume, but creating value for co- companies and taking this entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial approach to job hunting and their careers so that they can feel like they're in the driver's seat 
and they're not just going through the motions. So many people are like waking up on Monday morning and they're not excited. They're maybe dreading going to work. And I, I envision a world where people are aligned with their purpose and they're looking forward to their work. I love that just because it's like we need people to do different things. And I really love how you mentioned that creativity happens when you start. Because I started NoDegree.com is because that's why I started the podcast. I would have never probably started a podcast or who knows, but that caused me to start the podcast. That caused me to get better. That caused me to go to the next step. That caused me to live stream. That caused me to create content on social media. That caused me to network more. That caused a lot of things. But it all started with getting started. And I think that's what stops a lot of people. They get so overwhelmed. And here's the thing. You don't have to do things perfectly. You don't even have to be the best at it. You just have to go out, do something decent enough, and you'll get some traction. And then you truly find your passion, right? Like, I love talking to people. I love creating content. I love, like, the impact I had. And I would not have discovered that had I not put myself out there, had I not failed, had I not done a lot of things, had I not made a lot of mistakes, and I definitely would not have had it a lot of ways. Because you asked me about the career that I wanted eight years ago. It's completely different. Like, if I were to go back, I'd do it so differently. And it's because you have to try a lot of these things because you realize, like, oh, I like creating that video. I like doing this research. I like doing whatever you have to do because you just, the only way to discover things about yourself is by doing, right? A lot of times when we're young, we have this idea, oh, I was good in these classes, therefore I'm going to become this. But a lot of times schools, you're only testing a couple of things. Only when I put myself in situations and I've been pushed and I put myself out there, have I learned a lot about myself? And it's a long journey. And, you know, I'm still figuring things about myself to this day. But had I started earlier, Right. Maybe if had I started when I was 18, I would have been a much different place right now. I would have been much further right now. I mean, I'm still happy that I'm where I am, but these are things that I just didn't know. So I'm glad that there are programs like the daily job hunt, the email list and all that, because people really need to just challenge the norms, challenge themselves, challenge what their parents are telling them, challenge what their friends are telling them. Cause I come across so many young people who just have no idea. They're like, I could do that. It's like, why not? Who's going to stop you from doing it? Who's going to stop? Like, people do it all the time. Like, why do you think you have to do things a traditional way? It's like, you don't. And yeah. So what are some things that like really surprised you over time about yourself, right? Because you came from that background where your passion, now your passion is your side hustle, but it's still part of your passion. What are some things that over time just surprised you about yourself? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I suppose what comes to mind is an interest in writing where okay. I always kind of had a knack for that. Even just writing emails to my colleagues, people would say, Oh, this is a well-written email um, yeah. in my, in my old career. But uh, then once I did that blogging challenge, you know, you talk about building momentum and the ripple effects. Like that's when I started dialing that in and I did a 30 day challenge and then a 60 day challenge. And, and then, uh, in 2020, I, I blogged 300 days. Wow. Uh, now I'm writing every day for the daily job hunt and it just continues to compound. And when you get your repetitions in, then you refine your craft, right? That's why, again, I encourage people to start whatever they want to start because at the beginning, you're not going to be, you're going to be more clunky. As you keep going, then you can really tighten it up and you can dial it in. And so I get a lot of satisfaction 
I've learned through that action, I've learned, wow, this is really exciting and satisfying to be as impactful as possible in my in punchy in my copy and creating something that's engaging, creating something that's tight. And so that's become a strength of mine. And I didn't necessarily know I had that in me. And I wouldn't have known if I were just thinking about it, right? I'm a very thoughtful person, very reflective. People comment on that. But you need to pair reflection with action because when you act, then you get that feedback from the, from the world and you gain that self-knowledge. I've lived that with that action bias and then figuring out, huh, I feel, I feel excited by my writing. You know, I feel invigorated when I, when I press the publish button. But you don't know that until you do it. No, you know what? I realized that I like uh, con- like writing content for social media because it just I have fun with it. I like seeing the reactions. I like seeing like the comments that people make that make the post even funnier and all that. But again, it's like you asked me years ago. I'd be like, why, why, why do people publish? Like I'm well, not why do people like I'm not that type. That's not something I expect myself to do, especially given like my background, right? Very traditional analytical background, but it's. So important to kind of do those things. So another thing I want to ask you. So your passion turned to your side hustle. Did that make you stronger in your passion? Like what was the change? Like, and what happened with the change? Yeah. So I mean, I was committed to music throughout my twenties. And at the same time I was working, that music passion was kind of tied to academia. So I was working yeah. in high school as a high school band director. I was working towards, you know, my master's degree was kind of setting me up. If I, if I had chosen to, I could have become a professor. And, you know, oftentimes in music, it, people, people pursue academic posts and those things are pretty tied together if you don't go full out professional. And so I was really always in love with the music, but then I was questioning these these academic systems and realized that I didn't want to be a part of those academic systems and that I wanted to create these new paradigms, as I mentioned. And so this new passion emerged and then I just gained the self-knowledge that, okay, I love music. I can't just like sit on this passion to create education, new education paradigms. So I, it took me, it took me several, several years of that action and reflection to figure out the self-knowledge of, okay, I think I want to separate my music passion from my paycheck and make that sort of a side dessert that I get to do. And that's actually made it really tasty dessert. Um, yeah. Like I performed last week and it just felt really satisfying. It was beautiful concerts, just really pristine and creatively fulfilling, blissful, all these things. And the fact that it was, something that was a side passion almost made it sweeter because yeah. it wasn't just, Oh yeah, this is what I do. And I need to put this concert on because that's what I do for a living. And now that passion is very clear that it's 100%. I'm doing it for the pleasure of it. And everything I'm doing is gain pleasure from, but it's interesting to, to kind of as an artist to untie the, the passion from the paycheck in that way because it, it does seem that much sweeter. Yeah. I have to say that when you don't have to worry about it putting food on the table yeah. and you have this freedom to sort of do it because you want to, it's very liberating. So let's 
slowly start to wrap up. Anything you want to share that you haven't shared already that you think is really helpful for the audience? Yeah, I mean, one of the most valuable insights, I believe, we shared about permissionless action. And I guess I would add, give yourself time and trust the, the long game to play out. We often overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in 10 years. By all means, go as fast as you can in the direction of your dreams. And if you can zoom out and think, okay, what do I want really in 10 years from now, five years from now, how can I make incremental progress every single day? And that dream might become a reality if I play the long game, right? So one of the key things I did for my career change was engage in that daily habit, not just for blogging, but for my career change. For almost everything I'm doing in my life now, I have this mentality of do at least one thing per day to move the project forward. If you invest in 1% growth a day, that's 3,700% growth in a year. And if you trust that just a little bit of progress every single day is going to accumulate and compound, then you're going to see results. This is, this is the secret. This is the open secret of people who have success is the, is the tiny steps, the small wins, the unseen little tasks that only you, only you know that you did. But those little actions add up and then you can look in the rearview mirror and you can see that it all made a difference over time. So underrated. Like it's crazy how you just keep on getting better and better and you can't even recognize the person you were two, five, ten years ago. So if you want to take anything away from this episode, start something. I don't care how small it is. Just start, send a message, do something, create an account somewhere, write a paragraph, do something little. That momentum will sort of get you further. So how would people support you? How would people follow you? Then go to careerhackers.com and sign up for the daily job on email. And you'll start getting emails from me every single day. And they're super short and you'll, you'll like it. If you don't like everyday emails, you can always down subscribe to the weekly version. And so that's the best way to, to stay in contact. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Joel underscore Bind. Um, reach out to me on LinkedIn. And yeah, don't be shy because I would love to respond to you. Send me a message. Tell me one thing that you liked about this episode. And then I'd be like, oh my gosh, you listened to me speak? I'm going to feel yeah. so excited. Like people under, yeah. under, underestimate that. Um, no, they do. So just like reach out on LinkedIn or whatever. And um, then I'll be happy to support you because I'm really, really passionate about helping support people in, in engaging with this mindset. Yeah. And here's a secret tip for someone in the audience. You don't even have to listen to the whole episode. Listen to two minutes. <laughs> That's still more than enough for people like us because we get so many messages, oh, yeah. but there are very few people who actually have listened to it and then send a thoughtful message. So thank you for your time, Joel. We got to do this again because I know you're full of so many ideas and full of so many stories. Follow, subscribe, support, and learn and start today. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Another great episode. Thank you for listening. Hopefully this information was valuable and you learned a lot. Stay tuned for the next episode. This show is sponsored by you. No Degree wants to remain free from influence so that we can talk about the topics without bias. If you think the show is worth a dollar or two, please check out our Patreon page. 
Any amount is appreciated and we'll go towards making future episodes even better. Follow us on Instagram or Snapchat at No Degree Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash no degree INC. If you want to personally reach out to me, connect or follow me on LinkedIn at Janaid Iqbal, spelled J-O-N-A-E-D, last name I-Q-B-A-L. Until next time, no degree, no problem, nodegree.com.